Welcome back to Cool Games Inc. It's the podcast about making video games that are good good and good for you. I'm Griffin McRoy. I'm Nick Robinson. You sound, Griffin, don't take this the wrong way, you sound a little bit nerdier this week. Uh, I'm wearing an Oculus Rift headset and it has pinched all of my face holes shut. Um, so mm-hmm. it, it may just sort of adjust my timbre, um, my vocalities, um, and my meter. That makes sense. It kind of so it pinches your your nasal. It's like a coffin. A it's like a coffin for my eyes, and it's like a prison for my nose. It is an absolute. Tor- it's like a fucking Hellraiser pain box that I put my face inside, and then I make a three D squirrel jump on a mushroom or some shit. Well, let's let's. Before we talk about Lucky's Tale, which I know is going to be a big part of this week's episode, yeah, uh, let's talk. Is it where does the fault lie? Is this Palmer's fault, or is this just your? I mean, your I head? guess you could say it's bad genetics. I wear a seven and seven eighths ball cap, okay. and it, this is a weird way to start the episode. But I literally just got it in the mail like twenty minutes ago, and mm. then I put it on my head, and I was like, "Oh, huh, weird! It, it like doesn't work. It doesn't work for your huh, head. That's weird because it like doesn't work. You think they I, would make it accommodate the human head? Like people with heads mm-hmm. and bat and shitty eyes. Like I guess I got a lot of shitty stuff going on up there, right? I got dumb eyes that I need glasses for. I got a big old skull. I had to have braces so like basically That's probably messing it up somehow too i no i'm just it's just it is indicative of how fucked up my whole brain brain mm-hmm. cage is um so it's it's rough up there but i wear a seven and seven eighths ball cap it's a big ball cap and it's a weird size for a ball cap there's a lot of seven and three quarters but there's also an eight plus that's like the next and only larger size of ball cap that's uh-huh. fine uh but that that intimates that there are people out there with bigger heads right and like i i have to literally undo the straps on this fucking thing and leave them undone to get them on my decently sized dome uh, people with eight plus like i don't know what you do i don't know what you do do you just you just put a little bit of like adhesive around the front of the rift and just stick it to the front of your face? Just no stick straps? it right on the front of your face. Oh man. Anyway, this is Cool Games Inc. Mm-hmm. This is not a cool way to start off the podcast, no. but um, let me take the thing off. That was a joke about like a NASCAR pit crew having. Anyway, uh, how do we do on our business on the last video game we did, which was Austin Powers? Austin Powers, right? Um, so. The business model was, and it was kind of an all or nothing. Like we put all our eggs in one basket a little bit. I feel like we wanted it all or nothing at all. Mm-hmm. Are we? Are we just friends? So we is we, this how it ends? Okay, you can do the lyric thing, I guess, if you want. But I, I do want to report on the financials. So oh, please! Every please, meeting, please. Griffin, with you is like this. But that's that's neither here nor there. It, Let so, me tell you the story about the call that changed my destiny. If that's what you want to do, Griffin, if that's what you want this podcast to be. Uh, I think you might actually like this episode a lot because we got a lot of suggestions that fit with with your seemingly Timberlakean. Hey, let me let me get in the way of what you're doing right now and say that I think it would be irresponsible to report on the fungible uh, success or failure of Austin Powers Uh um, because I actually was not able to get Mike Myers on the horn to get him involved on the project. until just this very moment, I've actually got him on. I've actually got him on the Skype call right now. So. Hey, hey, Mike, you there? You, you sound a little quiet, Mike. You speak up. Allow myself to introduce myself. Well, you, we know who you. Oh, you're doing it in character. Okay. You, well, that's you're, fine. You're gonna do the whole bit in. My name is Richie Cunningham. Okay. You're doing a whole like sort of slate of impressions here, um, Mike. I was wondering if you got our uh, sort of our game design document that we sent your yeah. way. Wow, an enthusiastic. enthusiastic. Yeah, very excited about this. Uh, yes. Yeah, very excited about yes. this. Pr- 
very excited about this project. Yes. Okay. So, Mike, uh, are you like I? I don't want to. I don't want to beat around the bush here. Are you willing to lend your your likeness, your vocal talents, all of that to the Austin Powers MMORPG? Come again. The, so we're, it's a, that stands for massively multiplayer online role playing game, and we're going to build. We're basically let me put it in terms that I think little Mike Myers can understand. We're, we're going to make a, a computer game for you. Who are you? Oh, sorry, I didn't introduce myself. I'm Nick Robinson. I'm a uh, the uh, senior financial officer for Cool Games Incorporated. Uh, we're Who kind of a video game public. Sorry. Who sent you? Um. Well, we we spoke to your management, and they kind of put us in contact with you. So it was a. Uh, I feel. I'm sorry. I feel like the the you're doing the funny like the Austin Powers bit, and it's Mike. I I do appreciate that you because you are very enthusiastic about the project. Clearly, yes. and it's yes, yes, yes. and it's exciting. Um, but if you could actually, because we love that you can still roll right into that character and just seamlessly slip into it, and it's going to be great later on down the road. But while we're still in the sort of the negotiation phase, if you wouldn't mind just uh being Mike. Shake your cake Okay. <laughs> Alright, well you know what Mike, we, we actually do have your agent's number, so we'll actually just get in touch with him and I think no, 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 no. we'll work out the rest of this. How how many of you are there, by the way, I'm wondering. Two. <laughs> my name my name is Austin. <laughs> <laughs> are you okay? Yeah, I'm good. Okay. Um, Thanks, Austins, for both of your time. This has been a very product- yes, productive. Do I make you horny, baby? Do I make you horny, baby? It's a little inappropriate for a uh, business. Yeah! Damn it. Crikey! I didn't like the idea of not getting a choice. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hang up now. Mike, it's been a Mike, it's been a pleasure. Mike, it's been a pleasure talking with you. Thank you so much. I'll t- we'll get in- we'll be in touch. Thanks, thanks, Mike. Thanks, Mike. It looks like the uh, Skype call got disconnected. Yeah, his. It sounded like he was on a pretty low, like sub three G connection. Uh, so shit. I'm so embarrassed. I'm sorry, Mike. I thought you were gone. Right. I wish you were gone. <laughs> Would you happen to know a man named Mr. Evil? I really hope we are not going to hear from him because we do have a podcast to record. Um, yeah, let's uh, let's record a podcast. I think together. <laughs> what's do you want to real quick in case this is someone's first episode? Uh, they say it's always someone's first episode, right? So what's what is the premise of this show, Griffin? I think we're done getting new listeners, Nick. Like, nope, if, if I'm being honest, I think we aren't gonna. What we got now is like good. Are you not happy with the audience that we have already? Um, I wouldn't put it like that. I just am thinking we're going to lose people. We're going to gain people. I'm, like, so happy with the audience we have already. Like, mm-hmm. I do not feel compelled to, Are like... you sure? Because one suggestion we got this week was Judge Judy and Executioner. Yeah, that's a good one. Who, who sent that in? That was in from The Machine, uh, okay. Blake. Um, um, that's an interesting one. I'm wondering, because uh, how many... There aren't that many good courtroom dramas, right? Like, there's a Phoenix Wright, and I always wish that I could just play the Phoenix Wright games just the courtroom parts and not the fucking pixel hunting, like... Oh, you found you got to find the banana peel inside of the garden. But in order to get to the garden, you have to get the key from the old lady's treasure box. Like, right. no, I just want to be a fucking defense lawyer. That's all I want to do. I don't. I don't want to go get bananas from old women. So this game sounds like then it would be immensely dissatisfying to you because this is a game where 
I, the way I interpret it is that Judge Judy is every part of the judicial system, right? Uh, um, including yeah. the the execution. Well, yeah, and but I I haven't watched a lot of Judge Judy, but I'm pretty sure n- none of the episodes end with somebody being capitally punished. Mm-hmm. Um, it wouldn't really. Ha- I think the punishment wouldn't really fit the crime because usually Judge Judy's like he left his car parked on my lawn and it yeah. ran over my favorite bush. Yeah, kill him. Kill him. <laughs> Inject him with this Judy juice. It's my own brand of lethal injection fluid. I do like that. It's a good licensing opportunity. Do you have any suggestions you want to uh, I have like eight, I have like 800. I don't I today it got so rowdy in Twitter. Dude. Like I was I was literally going through the suggestions and um in like the Twitter timeline it was saying like that the suggestion was sent in like 18 minutes ago, say. And I was just like flipping through them and it was just constantly 18 minutes. Like mm-hmm. it was just all 18 minutes which let me know that like I was they were literally coming in at the same rate yeah. as I was reading them, no and I can read. I, I I can read Wicked fast. I was an accelerated reader. And are you are you cool. a speed reader? Uh, apparently not speedy enough for the Cool Games Inc. audience. Uh, got this one from Gubbin. That's Gubbin One on Twitter. That's a good name. Gubbin One says an AR board game that just Jumanji's your shit right up. Okay, just Jumanji my shit. With Jumanji AR. Me. Just HoloLens my Jumanji. <laughs> just HoloLens me into the board game. Jumanji me into the HoloLens. I'm, and just fuck me up with the Jumanji rhythm. I do. So, tell me. Maybe this is not very creative of me. Okay. I love the use of Jumanji as a verb. However, I don't see a great reason why we shouldn't take advantage of the Jumanji license and just straight up make a Jumanji augmented reality board game. Like, uh, you yeah. put that, you slip that on, you know all the great videos of, the, like, 90-year-old grannies playing VR for the first time? Yes. Imagine you just slip a little little VR Google Glass onto granny's sunglasses without telling her. You, oh my you God. bust out the VR Jumanji board. So this uh, is also a grandma prank. It's, yeah, it's a combination augmented reality slash grandma pranking content generator. Um, so she rolls the dice, she hits the, the pop-o-matic pop dice roller in the middle i've never yeah. is, is that did jumanji have that in there uh i think the jumanji no i don't think it did okay, the, they the did actual they, they made a jumanji board game right which fucking... by the way can you think of a more inherently disappointing product than that <laughs> maybe there's a thorough board game i would also say the harry potter chocolate frogs that don't actually come to life and hop around are a pretty close second because that was a real bummer for me and the personally. birdie bots ever flavored beans that is actually about 21 flavors uh, i get it like there's a popcorn one in there and then there's one that tastes like grass and that's fun and everything but and like, i know and I, I would also say everlasting gobstoppers were a bummer although at a certain point we should save this for candy boys uh which we're recording on which Thursdays is now. yes candy yes candy boys Sorry, you introduced that into the canon, like, so quickly. I, my head was spinning. <laughs> um, but no, yeah, I think, like, you slip, you, you sub, you, you sneak the Google Glass into Granny's glasses. You have my a granny doesn't work. My Granny has perfect vision. Well, so. maybe you play it outside and put it in her sunglasses. You'll figure it out. What if it's not AR? What if I just hire a bunch of actors to come to, like, my house and one's I guess wearing, like, a good. pith helmet and one of them dresses up like a rhino? Maybe we can get some costumes from the Lion King musical I, and they can just, like, fucking run wild. See, for me, the, the, the moment, the pivotal climactic thing was going to be an elephant busting through the wall. And if you want to do that to your house, that's your prerogative. But I think the budget solution... And the better viral video is is seeing Granny freak out at nothing. Well, then let's just like put some LSD in her teeth. Like, what if if that's your goal? We don't, I think Jumanji is extraneous. If you just want to freak some grandmas out, 
I guess if you, you're right. if you just want to do like a good old fashioned grandma mind freak, I don't see why we have to like pay a bunch of game developers to help us out with that. Sure. I'll just put on a scary mask and like kick in your grandma's door. <laughs> What's up? Jumanji. You're wearing the rift. Yes. That would still be scary for her, I think, in her compromise. Yeah, she'd be like, she'd be like, your head looks so fucking uncomfortable. I'd be like, tell me about it, lady. She'd be like, how much did you pay for that? Oh, not just six hundred dollars. I know that it's like technically it's a six hundred dollar face coffin. It's not a big deal. <laughs> it also doesn't fit six hundred dollars. It does not fit the human head. Um, speak. I know it's VR week, so I think we're gonna get like a lot of VR launch week suggestions. Yes, wonderful. Um, here's one from Sailor Kepler on Twitter. He says, "A VR game where you are blindfolded and have to do a series of mazes." Um, and it took me a while to process that because I was like, "What? What's the point of you being blindfolded? Yeah, if you're because, also in VR. Yeah, there isn't one. There is I th- not. Well, one. there's not. But I think if we if we really there is something in here if we kind of remix this idea into uh, a VR game where you're in a real maze and wearing a VR headset and maybe for the first few stages the things you see in the VR headset are in perfect alignment with what's in the maze you're physically in, and then it starts to get real Eternal Darkness like." playing with your trust like there's a wall where there's not one there's not a wall where there is one how does and the blindfold come into it that well the blindfold is the rift i think in this situation yeah sure it actually squeezes my eyeballs it actually applies pressure to my eyeballs mm-hmm. and gives me cataracts and prevents me from seeing good so it's not a blindfolding thing so much as it is just a blinding thing like it just mm-hmm. destroys your yeah i just put it on my eyes and it just like very slowly like um cr- yeah, cr- let's it's it crushes them it crushes your eyes yeah um i think that uh i mean anything you said eternal darkness and i wasn't actually paying attention to what you were saying until you said that and then i was like yeah cool, cool i know cool. i know all the the kind of keywords to snap griffin back to back to attention yeah um i like this one from ross who's ross l on twitter who said uh take off your fucking shirt it's time to fucking jump rope <laughs> hell hell yeah <laughs> So how do we, what, what are you picturing this? Is this a physical game? Is this a Toys uh, to Life? Imagining Connect Function, oh, Toys to Life? Yeah. Toys to, how? Well, you know, you get a small jump rope that you hold in each hand and you're swinging it and then maybe the, maybe it's like a Skylander situation, but they're, they can hop. They've got what a if, hopping mechanic. What if it's a modified like Skylanders gamepad, and it's you tr- you boot on the game, and it's like put a jump rope up against the teleportation portal, mm-hmm. and so you put a jump rope up against it, and it's like yeah, it feels like a jump rope. Um, <laughs> now I'm gonna need to, you to take that shirt off, and you're like what? It's like yeah, take that shirt off. The game literally won't operate unless right. your shirt. Is touching is on, the portal of power. Is touching the portal of the power. <laughs> Take your fucking shirt off. It's time to fucking jump rope. It's like, I don't feel comfortable doing it. And, oh, okay, I guess you don't want to play this video I game. I you don't feel comfortable six. playing the new expansion to Skylanders. Okay, okay. In- instead of putting your shirt on the, the portal of power, why don't you go ahead and put your receipt for the game on there? Okay. <laughs> Oops, burnt up your receipt. Looks like you can't take this game can't back to... It. Can't take this one back to Babbage's. So go ahead and put that shirt up on the portal, my man. What do you say? What do you say? Be a good sport about this. Come on takes everything the game will take everything from you including the shirt on your back well no you can have your shirt back when you're done with it well now that we know that there i mean i guess i would be reticent to put my shirt on the portal of power once i learned that there's a clandestine filament in there that'll burn that has the capability to start fires you know um yeah but i mean imagine that you got to keep that portal happy at that point huh you gotta do exactly what that portal says because he could oops i flipped over oops your apartment's gone right that would be a problem the only we way you really, can appease I, I don't it is think shirtless, shirtless jumping. Yeah. 
I don't it's know. For, it's is... for your fucking benefit, man. It's good cardiovascular like technique. It is. I think we're getting away from what the listener suggested a bit. Like, I don't know that they knew that we were going to go in a Skylanders direction with it. Do you think, um, like, what was your, when you read this prompt, what was the first thing that jumped into your head? Um, it was, it was, it was myself shirtless jump roping and just yeah. like how, how good and cool and athletic I would look. I would look good. You can't, nothing, you, you, can, you think... can't, you can't say that about me. Only I can, can say, say I can say that about myself. If you you can't say that about me, because this is this is this is public, and our like HR folks that's listen. True. They vet every episode of oh, every podcast we do before we put them up. So that's why it takes so so long for each episode to to get posted. Yeah. It's got to go through our whole HR department. One concern I have, Griffin, with us recording this on a Wednesday and posting it on a Friday is that by the time we post this episode, yeah. Um, Mitomo will be out in the United States and it'll just like the entire world will be different. Everyone will have like deleted their Facebooks and Twitters and moved to an all Mitomo lifestyle. Like we don't we don't really know who we're speaking to anymore because we're talking to just a bunch of little Nintendo Mies running around. Yeah, we're going to have to figure out a, a way to do a Mitomo version of this podcast. Right. And I, mean, I don't know what I don't know what that looks like, but I'm excited either. about it. I'm I'm not sure either. Um here's one from Brandon Dannenhofer who says you play as a waitress at Applebee's, and your flair gives you different powers, uh, which I really like because it's almost like a – it's got kind of a Paper Mario badges vibe yeah, to so it. Yeah, I, I definitely like Paper Mario badges. I'm very much into that. My question is, like, what what do you need powers for at Applebee's? I I guess that's true. Because as a, as a consumer of Applebee's, it would be cool to have, like, um, a, a no diarrhea badge. <laughs> right. Or but like those would a, be more helpful for the user end. Yeah. Uh, or like a badge that just like makes the makes the food taste better. Um, can I read you an excerpt from a TripAdvisor review I just read for an Applebee's in Hendersonville, North Carolina? Absolutely, you can. Nick. Uh, so this is the title of the review. Okay. I kept looking for flair on the waiter slash waitress. Three Boy. stars out of five. Oh man. It had been a long time since visiting an Applebee's, and I probably won't be back. That's not true. That's not true. That's not true. <laughs> neither of those neither yeah. of those statements were true. Methinks Logan doth protest too much here. <laughs> I kept looking for Jennifer Aniston in office space with all her quote-unquote flair. This okay. restaurant felt like the movie with overly eager and inexperienced waitstaff. The best was the bottle of white wine being chilled at the table in the Miller Lite beer bottle bucket. The f- Wait, so this dude has a problem with the branding on the... He's actually included a photo of a Miller Lite bucket with a bottle of white wine in it. He's hold not the satisfied. Fucking, hold the fucking phone. You can buy wine by the bottle at Applebee's. <laughs> can I get your, your house white? Now, we please? do charge a corking fee here at Applebee's. Mm-hmm. Um, would, you like to, would you like to sniff? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They'll bring a sampler. You swish it. And you spit it right into the Miller Lite bucket. This guy's a kind of a real dick. Having said all that, this place appears wildly popular with the Hendersonville crowd, and there was no wait, unlike the Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> what a shady trip advisor. Yeah, what a piece of shit. Why why trip advisor for that? That's like for vacation destinations, right? Yelp is where you go to like yell dumb shit about flair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, TripAdvisor, like, he went on a vacation to this Applebee's and was mad about it. I, I, feel I'm like also, I'm on, I feel like I'm on vacation every time I go to Applebee's. I do, too. I also, my question, I guess, for Google is why, when, when I search for Applebee's flair, is the first thing that comes up re- Logan's critical review of the Hendersonville Applebee's? It's a great question. Here's a better question, by which I mean another video game Suggestion. ideas. Uh, this is uh, Taylor Robin, Kornheim. I'm. Wish Hime. I would, it's Hime. Is that like a Japanese it's word? It's a Japanese honorific, yeah. Hime? 
Mm-hmm. I've never heard it. What's it mean? We're going to keep... I think it means princess. Oh, interesting. But I'm okay. not 100%. I know, I, my, I, know my, microphone. I know my sans chants and coons. Yeah, you got the three main ones. Three of um, the big three. Uh, Taylor suggests Dungeon Crawler, a baby raising simulator where your babies <laughs> are dungeons. Oh, that's not... Because I heard Dungeon Crawler and Baby, and I thought it would be a game about a baby crawling around a dungeon because babies crawl. Well, but... Taylor also suggested that. So it kind of a choose your own adventure. I'm not sure I feel good about that because it feels like maybe you're just kind of double exposing. Um, yeah, but well, which, I do, like, which do you like more? I like raising the 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 dungeon baby way better because mm-hmm. I've had this idea for a game for a long time and it's like a farming simulator. Um, but you're farming giant crops and when you grow them up big enough, they turn into dungeons. So you're like growing a big pumpkin and then if you grow the pumpkin big enough and you can like get inside wherever you want, but the bigger the dungeon is, the harder it'll be and the better treasure will be inside. But you also have to like, you know, tend to it, fertilize the shit and water it and all that. I like that. And then you grow it up big and then like the pumpkin dungeon, maybe it'll have like a spooky Halloween theme. And then there's like a rutabaga dungeon. And, but the dungeon, like there's like a corn dungeon and you have to like do some platforming up a big old beanstalk to even get to the entryway and it'll be more vor- vertically oriented. So it's like it's like if James and the Giant Peach was kind of a roguelike. Yeah, you're envisioning. Yeah, that I'm I'm not mad at that at all. That yeah, that's a good. that's a that's a Cool Games Inc. original good idea. It, I mean, it it really does have a lot of the things that I find satisfying in games. Like, uh, it's got the unboxing element of like, oh, what is this going to grow into? And then yeah, you yeah, get yeah. to hop into there and explore it. And my favorite part, I'm assuming this would be a multiplayer thing where your friends could come and play through the dungeons you've raised, right? Yes, yeah. So it's um, like that, that game about traps or whatever. What's that game? What the fuck are you talking the fucking, about? There's like a PlayStation game where you set a bunch of traps and it's Higuero's like... Higuero's Deception? I th- mm, no, it's Japanese and it's like a Rube Goldberg. Maybe it is Deception. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, uh, it's a good idea. It kind of has... It kind of reminds me of uh, Tomorrow Children. Did you play the beta for that at all? No, I watched your video on there's it, like, though, yeah, and there's I like, have no idea what's going on. There's, in like, game. kaiju in it, and when you kill them with, like, defenses in your town that you built, you can, they turn into islands that are shaped like their dead bodies. And you go to their dead bodies and, like, Minecraft-style excavate the islands that they create with their bodies to, like, look for treasure and resources and shit. That is a very unique sounding video game so cool okay anyway let's get back in i i like the baby raising simulator where your babies are dungeons i do you shrink down and then do an inner space thing do we have to return to that well every episode i don't know you tell me i'm gonna tell you no i think we gotta we gotta do something something more than that okay something greater than that um i love the idea i also love the idea of just uh, it's a mental image for me that i'm not really able to get out of my head now which is like a small like if you took a dungeon yeah imagine the idea of a dungeon and then you shrank it down, like you if you went if you no clipped out of the level and looked at it while well, it was just a small rectangle, and then you put baby arms and legs around it. Now imagine a playpen full of dungeons crawling around with okay. baby arms and baby legs, and you're starting to get a taste of what what's going on in by my head. beating the dungeon, by going inside, getting the treasure out, defeating the final boss. Mm-hmm. Does, does the baby? Oh gosh. Uh, yeah, there's no part of the metaphor of beating the dungeon that I enjoy. I, everything about this is creeping me out suddenly now that I put baby arms and baby it's funny how putting baby arms and baby legs on something makes it very distasteful very fast yeah it makes it rough rough stuff there's like no verb that I can think of to do to the baby dungeon that would not make players uncomfortable so maybe we just shelf this for now yeah let's put it right up on the let's put it on the shelf but the shelf specifically labeled bad ideas (laughs) 
the, oh, the Cool Games Inc. shelf. I really like this one that was sent in by Cheetah Black. It's not. It's a non-textual submission. Uh-huh. It is a photograph of what looks like a store, a supermarket grocery store shelf. Oh, with a right. product sitting on it. Do you know what I'm talking about? I do about? know the image you're talking with about. With a product sitting on it. It is a tub uh, labeled <laughs> <laughs> Memories of Butter. <laughs> I, that, okay. This has, to be all, a, this has to be a JRPG that has nothing to sure. do with butter at all. For sure. I also want to just tacitly... Uh, endorse and re- request more photo submissions mm-hmm. because that's that is just I, that's a blast. It's for primo me. shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, send us more JPEGs and less text for next week because I really enjoy that. So what would memories? So you're saying it has nothing to do with butter? So really, saying, we got to if we go the, if we if we go the JRPG route, it's unavoidable. There's not going to be a fucking drop of butter in this thing. Yeah, maybe butter will be the name of like a long forgotten kingdom, but but really you'd have to go. You know, f- fight demons that's, at the world tree or some the word shit. butter doesn't appear until like 45 hours in. Yes, um, m- memories of butter. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a date, uh, a Japanese dating game. Maybe we've got a, a few a visual novel that uh, could maybe tie into that if you're interested. If you want to go full full dating, this is um, a visual novel Japanese dating game about a churn boy. Mm-hmm named kai and he's the best churner in the land mm-hmm. and he's at the hakone dairy festival right and well it opens obviously with him waking up in bed and his he, sister runs in and is like wake up kai you're, you're kai you're late you're late to turn the fire you're, you're late kai, kai's kind of like i i actually don't really get where the sense of urgency is coming from it yeah. takes like 20 minutes and I can do it whenevs. Um, well, the milk is curdling. So there mm. is going to be a churning. Like, I know it's a visual novel, but there will, there will be a churning minigame. And that'll be sort of the mechanical crux of Memories of Butter. Okay. Um, the closest thing to combat, I guess, would be churning. Oh, no, I wouldn't even go that far. That seems um, it seems false and libelous. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, you get to the Butter Festival, and then you can romance, like, all of your competition. And maybe you do that so you can like learn their their techniques, and maybe you learn new like, uh, churning ooh. skills if they fucking open up to you. And then at the end of the game, there's a final churn off. And if you've you know romanced en- enough partners, um, then then you know the most skills, and you'll be able to get the sweetest butter out. Do of you it. think on OK Cupid butter churners list their preferences as churn ons and churn offs? You are a shit. You're a piece <laughs> of shit. I really do. I do really like the idea though of like. A game with Harvest Moon dating mechanics, but you have, like, an ulterior motive of getting closer to them to learn their industry secrets. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's tight. I don't think I've ever seen that before. Uh, but, I mean, that you're a shitty person, right? Like, in yeah. that game, you're... Okay. Well, well I too, think uh, I think there's enough people playing that game IRL. I don't know that it would, it would necessarily be escapism from... You, s- you see the butter industry as a really dark place, then, is what you're telling me. That- I'm not... I'm, no, I'm not talking about... I'm talking about people, like, fucking... Uh, exploiting romantic partners uh-huh. IRL for any reason, right? Not so you're just talking about like House fucking... of Cards season one, but for butter. No, I'm talking about just anything. You're talking. I know that you're saying broadly, but I think the way it applies to this situation is. I'm saying that if you live in if you live in Manhattan and you have like a weirdly nice apartment and somebody's dating you just to get it to live in that nice apartment because it's uh-huh. close to their work, then your apartment is the butter. Your butter secrets is the. Okay. I'm, I, I'm just dropping some fucking real talk about love on you right now. Yeah. Let's move uh, on. Uh, here's one from uh, Timmy. 
man, this is, I should really practice reading these before we go to air. Timmy Shading. Timmy Shading. Timmy Shading. It's all one word, all lowercase. All the letters are next to each other. Hold uh, on. Hold on. Yeah. Tim is hiding. I think it's Timmy Shading, Griffin, but thank you for your input. Um, uh, just real quick. Timmy Shitting. <laughs> Timmy <laughs> Shitting. My friend Timmy Shitting says, <laughs> a guy screamed at me on the train this morning. RPG of why he did that. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be hard to scenario that one out. Well, I, I think. like that because it, it's kind of I feel like the opening scene of the game mm. is the guy screaming at him, and then the rest of the game is it's like a, it's like a kind of a, a what's the word for like the scene is already in progress? There's some fancy French oh, word or something. Yeah, uh, uh, in media res. Thank you. Yeah. Um. So it opens with that. Okay. And then the game jumps back to that man uh probably 25 years ago and i like the idea of this being sort of an open-ended fable style rpg with with these very uh subterranean uh branching paths that are very like highly obfuscated to the player but all of them end in him screaming at the at at my friend timmy okay for one reason or another two things we don't know one anything about this man two Mm -hmm. what timmy shitting if they were doing anything to (laughs) exacerbate this situation that's true and based on timmy shitting's name i think there's a good chance that there's a real good chance yeah he was doing something to exacerbate it if you were shitting on my train yeah i'd I'd call you out too uh would you have any any suggestions you're liking can you hear that I very barely like not really Griffin Macro's shower building simulator. It's a <laughs> game where a man is building a shower in your in your bathroom and it ruins all the podcasts that you do for a fucking week and a half. You're you're a man who makes his living off of recordings and you've invited a team of hammer boys into your home to start smashing everything. I should have put a fucking whole panel of Amazon dash buttons in there just to see like <laughs> just to test the waters out. I do love that as like a social experiment. Imagine, what if we did a game that was like Zero Escape, but everyone had Amazon Dash buttons on their wrist? Okay, and if you press it, you get some Tide pins in, and also you die? Mm-hmm. It's sort of like the, I know I've brought this up before, but the, what's that, the the t- scene with the Joker on the, the boats? Yeah, you brought that up definitely before. Okay, let's speed round it right now. All right. Um, Nick, Nick Pittman says, no time for slime. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Next one. <laughs> How about Colin Scott, who says, Crying 2, Tears in Time. Okay. This I is like this, it. This is the sequel to the sad action of crying. Uh-huh. It's a, so it's a sequel to a verb. I love the idea of us producing the first sequel to, like, a, an emotion or a physical, like, an action. Yes. Like, you thought, oh, you liked crying? You're going to love crying, too. But I think that's a little ambitious for us. I think that's... You're right. I don't know how we would... Um, Dave... Uh, David S. says, uh, rousing Ronda Rousey. Can you wake up the sleepy MMA fighter before her big match? Uh, I feel uncomfortable. I mean, we're going to get into, what was the fucking Fire Emblem Fates? Uh, <laughs> the the, the uh, skinship? Yeah. We I do don't... not want to do Ronda R- R- Rousey. Well, skinship. I don't want to do it with anybody. It's weird and gross and bad. I'm, I feel like if we were talking about like Luigi's skinship, I would not have a problem with that necessarily. Well, yeah, because he's fictional. Ronda Rousey's a real woman. Yeah, that's a big part of it. She's, also, not, a, she's not a Mario brother. I'm Although, and, but what no, if, though? No, 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 no. What if she was a Mario brother? Um, I have one here that I'm pretty confident is going to be the Nug. Oh, yikes. I got one here that I'm pretty sure is going to be the Dank Nug. Hmm. It's from Andy at the Beach. Thank you again, Andy at the Beach, for your great submission. <laughs> and your great name. And your great name. Um, 
is a resubmission. So I guess he sent it in last <clears throat> time and we missed it, and which is heartbreaking because the submission's so good. It is Shadow of the Colossus with Dunks. Oh, my God. So you're talking about a situation yes, where yes, yes, yeah, yes. we're on the exact same page already. Okay. So like a 95-foot goalpost with obstacles. There's, like, little birds and bats flying around it trying to get you, and you're and trying to... Moss and shit that on oh. the goalpost, but the goalpost is like in the shape of like a a big old horse, and you have to like figure you have to lure it to some hay, and then when it b- bends its neck down, you can jump up and climb it, and then the music starts swelling. So before, like, okay, so when you're like trying to crack the puzzle of this horse, you you might hear like. Dun, 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 dun. And then you get the fucking horse to bend down, and you finally manage to get on its neck moss, and then it suddenly just fucking elevates to like, come on, Islam, and welcome to the jam. That's like the dynamic soundtrack. Right. The dynamism of the Shadow of the Colossus score combined with the impact. Which fucking jock jams. Of jock jams. Yeah. So this horse, let's let's just stay with the horse as an example. Maybe the goalpost... What do they call it in basketball? Hoop? Uh, the dunk, the dunk, the dunk hole. The the dunk hole, um, maybe, I mean, it, it's got to be a hoop. It can't be a hole in the enemy because then you could cheese it and, like, just throw it from the ground and manage to get it in there. Mm-hmm. You got to dunk it in. Uh, and you got to hold on to the basketball. Maybe we have the fucking, what was the NBA ballers? Was that it? What was the game, the connect game that you controlled with the basketball? I I remember that existing, but I couldn't I couldn't tell you the name. I think it was NBA Ballers, uh, and you so yeah, you have to climb up the horse's fur, and then take it to the fucking dunk zone, and then is this a competitive? I I don't think so. I'm thinking this is a, a robust eight to ten hour, highly produced single player experience. Like it, it just maps so perfectly to to Shadow of the Colossus, right down to the fact that like I think. I mean, I love your idea that it's a hole that you're putting the ball into and not a hoop. And uh, I think I said, the, oh, that's weird because I said explicitly the exact same thing, the the opposite thing. You want it to be a hoop because I feel like a hoop you could throw. Yeah, I guess either, I, either way you could cheese it. Let's no, we go. want a hole. We want like a divot at the top of the Colossus that you put the ball into and then it like it lights up with this beautiful uh, supernatural pattern that resembles like the weak points on the Colossi. Do you know what I mean? Like something that okay, evokes yes. that emotional response. Yes. Uh, all right. So we got the horse level down. Let's just, I want to, I want to see if there's actually like more juice to this. Could Substance. the hole be on the bottom of a whale and you have to like climb around underwater, but that basketball is going to be like, have you ever tried to hold a basketball underwater? Like it's really hard to do. Right. They, it's hard the, to keep it submerged. Those little guys want to just like fly, fly up to the sky. They do. I mean, I think my problem with that idea, and I think we can work around this, is the fact that my instinct for a whale boss would be for you to put it in the blowhole, which is traditionally on the top no, of the see, whale. That's a, that's a fucking false flag. You put your basketball in that blowhole. Poof, gonna blow it right out and you're, you're saying gonna, we have like you're gonna lose have... the basketball and then you have to go so maybe there will be a dick sporting goods in world in fiction and maybe mm-hmm. this whole experience is brought to you by dicks sporting maybe goods? and maybe within the dicks you can buy more basketballs through microtransactions or maybe like a smaller or heavier ball and your wife is in a coma in the dicks and the only way to wake her up your wife is larry bird you're charles mm-hmm. barkley right no not charles barkley because he already has a game um who's another basketball player uh, I'm really into Dennis Rodman, but like, no, I'm into we can't. Late '90s Rodman, like colored hair, like no, it's no, it's very good. What about Carl Malone? Okay, I don't you 100% know who that is, but let's we can go with that. Po- he's the postman. <laughs> I mean, we could just do Michael Jordan. I guess you're right. I guess you're right. I just, I, I think that my my vision 
is... Let me let this hog wheelie pass. Oh, what a fat hog. Mm-hmm. My vision for this, and I don't want to step on your toes, but I feel like the the uh, protagonist should be an avatar for the player more than, like, a licensed baller. Okay. If that makes sense. Um, but again, I really I really want to hammer home the idea that within that dick sport... Like, we, we want this to be Shadow of the Colossus if some 2016... Like free to play, pay to win, motherfuckers made it. Like yeah, there are so many sure. points. And f- when I play Shadow of the Clauses today, all I can think is, oh, they could have made so much money off this if um, they just really put put some effort into it. What if we went with a traditionally small basketball player? Okay, like a, like a Scotty Pippen. Uh-huh. No, nope, Scotty Pippen was six foot eight. <laughs> well, for a basketball <laughs> player, that's small, right? What about like an Allen Iverson, six foot, shorter than Scotty mm. Pippen? Yeah, that's that's basketball short, right? Uh, Steph Curry. Is his name pronounced Steph or Steve? His his name is Steph Stephen Stephen Curry. Okay. Stephen. None of this is fu- like funny. Um, <laughs> what about Magic Johnson? But it's like he's actually magic, and he gets his magic from killing these big monsters mm-hmm. to save his wife. And his is wife, there a, his is there a way we can O'Neal. definitely? Do you think we can communicate that this ma- like this Johnson is truly magic in the name somehow? Like if magic is in quotation mark or all caps is there a way what if to... we just call him very magic johnson right or Mag- magical johnson <laughs> magical johnson and the horse at all instead of at all it's right. gonna be larry bird larry 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 mm. this is this is very magic johnson very magical johnson larry and then he jumps up on Larry Bird's back, who gives him mm-hmm. like a, a full blown piggyback ride no, I think... to his destination. And sometimes you have to jump off Larry Bird to get the height you need to grab onto the Eagle Hoops talents. I, I so I, I I you realize that at this point we're basically like the the projects we've taken on have been so high budge. Yeah, this will be the highest budge I think probably. That's my concern, Griffin. Is that this seems like more of a a child of light style passion project? I think we got to set like a twelve month turnaround time on this, and I think we got to cut every corner possible. So what are some ways you think we could save money well, on this project? Because well, it sounds okay, ambitious. So, so yes, yes. One way I think we can get around it is just don't tell Magic or Larry okay. um, or Wilt. I imagine Wilt, Wilt Chamberlain was um, a big man. Maybe maybe he's like the knight who's trying to stop you. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so we don't – we just don't. It's easier to ask for forgiveness than permission. I was going to say. That's what my dad always said before he went to jail for fraud. Well, so in that case, if we're just going to take these licenses and use them, I I don't see any reason why we shouldn't just, like, rip a Larry Bird skin from a pre-existing basketball game and then take that polygonal model and stretch it, like, wrap his skin around a horse model that we take from the original Shadow of the Colossus, Okay, but the the only problem is that Larry Bird is an old, old man. Old Mm -hmm. man. Old. And the only skin, the only time I think he's ever been represented in a game would be, like, a fucking... Lakers versus Celtics in the NBA playoffs on the Genesis? Because I remember him in that. Sega Master System, a game just called Basketball. <laughs> you know what I mean? I loved you in basketball. <laughs> um, so that might be tricky. Maybe we can just use I don't know. Maybe we can use like the NBA two K five like two K fifteen or two K five whatever character customization tools, and then rip that skin once we've like made it look Larry Bird like. Okay, so this game is going to be comprised almost entirely of stolen assets, stolen technology, uh, stolen identities, really, and licenses. Uh, and we'll we're going to change mesh- one letter in each name. 
Okay, so it's L A R R I E, Larry Bird. Yes. B I R D. How about a Flappy Bird clone where you control Larry Bird instead? That's, yeah, throw it all out. What That's if? All we need. What if in um, Shadow of the Hoop Monsters you could ride Larry Bird like a horse, and then he could transform into an actual bird? I fucking love that. I love that so much. The possibilities are in, and then you <clears throat> could just like drop the ball into that dunk zone from. Well, it's not a dunk. Damn it. But you only you only get one shot at that because I don't want I don't want to break that we're building out these beautiful sort of puzzles to climb up right and I don't yeah. want to let them skip. How about you can only do it once or maybe it's like a Tobias from Animorph situation and once he turns into a bird he gets stuck that way. <laughs> oh, he stays like, in it longer than what like twenty minutes or something. Yeah, yeah. This is all very good. We got a name for this project. Uh, I mean, I want to get if we're. I mean, shit, I, I, we've already changed Magic Johnson's name to Very Magical Johnson, so we've got plausible deniability there. I think this is Very Magical Johnson's... Uh, Very Magical Johnson's Dunk dunk Dreams. Dunk Dreams? Dunk D4, Dunk Dreams Don't Die? What about Dunko? Like Ico? Okay. I heard Geico, but you said Ico. <laughs> How about Geico, though? What about an Ico remake starring the fucking lizard from the Geico? <laughs> Geico. We could make a whole suite... Every game that this this fellow has ever made, what's his name? Uh, I, Team Ico. Yeah, Team Geico. We're gonna remake every Team Ico game with existing properties and with microtransactions. This is very good. This is because I feel like there's this, there's very these these two discrete camps right now in games of like the incredible art that indies are making and the incredible amounts of money that are being made in free-to-play mobile games. And I think we could be the first and, one to and, marry them. And, 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 you're forgetting that third heat, which is, like, how good it feels to fucking dunk a basketball. Right. When, it's was, the the last ma- time, it's, when was the last time you got, like, a good dunk going, Nick? Um, It was probably... It was either yes... I think it was yesterday. <laughs> I think it was yesterday. I did a Did you do hoop. any cool spins or anything? I did a 360... Just a really vanilla, run-of-the-mill 360 hoop slam just to, like... Make sure I'm still warmed up for Friday's big game. Um, How about we just call it Come On and Slam, a Magical Johnson jam adventure. <laughs> if you, I know there's something intensely dissatisfying about saying Come On and Slam and then not rhyming it. That's <laughs> no, bad that's, karma. That's, the, that's where the art comes from. No, the feng shui on, of that is ruined. Come On and Slam, an emotional Magical Johnson interactive you're killing me. <laughs> Jam. Jam. Come on and slam. Magic Johnson. Hot damn. <laughs> All right. As long as it rhymes, I'm happy. Let's get our guest on and For see sure. what how how close we are to the finish line. Tara Long, uh, executive producer of Polygon's video team. I love my new title. Yeah, executive producer. It makes me feel so important. It makes me uh, feel. You, you, it makes me feel less important. Is that weird? Right. You. In order for you no. to, to be all of our boss, we all actually had to take a significant demotion, a 75% pay cut, uh, in order to pay your exorbitant salary. Well, that was the one thing that I requested as mm-hmm. part of this job, was that you all get demotions. Right. Vox you Media also, was like, we have the budget to hire you, Tara. And you were like, I, no, I want it to come from them so they know who's in charge. You also ate all of our insurance. And like, I, and you were like, Tara, why are you eating our insurance? And you're like, I need it for power. And I thought that that was just like weird because if I get sick, like I'm, I have no, I have no way of dealing with that now. Prison rules, okay? You all all respect me a lot more now, though, don't you? (laughs) I I guess I do. Yeah, um, it's a combination of a few emotions. Yeah, you can't figure out why, but you just do. Mm -hmm. 
Um, I definitely was surprised. I didn't know you had it in you, by which I mean the insurance papers that are physically still in you. I mean, we oh, saw yeah. the we saw the face tattoos, and I don't like to make assumptions about people with face tattoos, but I figure they uh-huh. are, you know, pri- well, prison prison kings, prison queens. I mean, Where she would normally have a teardrop, it was a, a stack of like paper, a small tattoo of like some insurance information. It was my it was my insurance eyeball. it was my insurance card. It's which the is classiest weird. face tattoo I've ever seen, and the most I useful. Guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you you roll you roll up to the to the surgeon and you're like, check it, all my data right here. The surgeon? Yeah, I don't know. I, there's probably some steps in between. I, I again, I can't go to the hospital anymore because I don't. You ate my insurance, so That's I'm right. not sure how it works there very much. I hope um, Tara, you, you so, get sick. Well, yeah, I hope that too. Tara, we have come up with a video game idea together with with our listeners, and we'd love to kind of pitch you on it, get your input, maybe help us nail down, down like uh, a a name for the game that isn't terrible. We have a few points that I we basically just want to bounce this idea off you, which is funny because it's basketball, and then uh, see what you think of it. Yeah, so. I'll let me executive produce the shit out of this idea. Yeah, executive produce <laughs> this idea. Hey, how do you feel about <laughs> hey how do you feel about hoop games? Hoop games. Yeah, like games and sports that involve hoops and balls and uh, po- uh, getting points by putting those uh, through them. Really, Griffin's being, painting with a broad brush here, and I'm not sure why, because there's kind of just the one hoop game. Well, there's, a, there's that like, ancient like Incan game that they would play with, like, they would put uh, uh, like a ring, but it would oh. be like vertically oriented, and if you didn't get it in there, you would be sacrificed. Right. I think technically lacrosse has a hoop, too, right? And the mm-hmm. little lacrosse stick. And Quidditch. So there's a few things. So why don't, you, right, why don't you? I take it your, back. I'm sorry. Why don't you keep your bullshit opinions to yourself, Nick? That's on me. That's my fault. Uh, he's talking about basketball, Tara. I like basketball. It's probably my favorite sport to spectate. Mm-hmm. I mean, we all like basketball, but what are Tara? What would you say are the main things you don't like about basketball? What do you feel like is missing? Um, I feel like there's too much movement. Okay. Um, it we can, gets really, we can help you with that. It gets really overwhelming. Um, oh. I don't understand the rules of it. I don't really like that. Yes. Okay. Oh, I'm with you there. Uh, well, you know what you do understand the rules of is uh, Team Ico's uh, PlayStation 2 classic Shadow of the Colossus. Do I, though? I mean, I played it. <laughs> but do uh, I, I guess really? I, having played it, I don't think I understand the rules of how the horse moves in that game. So there are rules in it that I feel like I, I could brush up on. Well, what if we, what overall, if we, you get the premise. What if we took that horse out and replaced it with something or someone better, um, and we replaced all the Colossuses with things with more uh, sort of basketball systems included mm-hmm. in it, and then we made the protagonist not so much like a small boy with a sword and a lot of courage and a lot of grip strength, and replace it with Magic Johnson. And I'm, I mean, isn't that just NBA Jam, though? It's not. I don't know if you've played in... What, when the last time you played NBA Jam? I know it's kind of an older game, um, unless you played the, the Wii version, which was okay. Um, but in NBA Jam, the hoops didn't move around and were giant... Uh, you know, monsters made out of stone and moss, like thousand foot tall creatures like thousand that you have foot to climb tall. to the top of. And yeah, I see. So the monsters all. have literally just become hoops, but there's still the same amount of movement. I think the monsters were here long before us, and so maybe they've mm-hmm. always been hoops. Right. So the the idea is that it's it's not it's probably I'm going to say ninety percent Shadow of the Colossus. 10% NBA jam here where you're you're still scaling monsters but the difference is their weak point is a hole that you're shoving a basketball that you're into jamming or maybe that. like a rock like a glowing rock that has like a stone with 
teal lines on it that happen to resemble the pattern on a basketball. Okay, this is getting this is getting a little kid in King Arthur's court for me, for my taste. <laughs> I don't like the idea of us inventing basketball in fiction. I like the idea that these are ancient basketball gods. Uh, right. I think these I think these creatures were worshipped at a certain point, but now that things have gone sour, or maybe you just need the power that lives inside of them, and so you gotta you gotta dunk on all of them. So there's still a lot of movement, which is the one thing I expressed the most is, dissatisfaction well, with when it comes um, to the so game of to basketball. To paint me a word picture of your version of basketball where nobody moves, because I want to know you, what you're, that You're talking about horse. Like. You're, you're just like watching nice, calm matches of horse on a Sunday afternoon. Yeah. I, I kind of do, and I, not to totally derail our game idea, Griffin, but the idea of basketball that's exactly the same except for everyone's sitting on lawn chairs on the court, just kind of passing the ball back and forth and then trying to throw it in the in the hoop no, is, see, is even fun th- in a different even way. Even that's too much movement. I well, don't want do anything want, Tara? being thrown. I want some nice people sitting on lawn chairs just holding basketballs in their hands. <laughs> Okay, so a multi, so a lot of people would worry that a multi-ball situation would would complicate a sport, but in your yeah. version, they're kind of just sitting on them doing jack jack shit. I what think are, that would be the draw of the game, though, that there are multiple balls. Okay, mm-hmm. this sounds more like a MoMA exhibit than a game, though. Is my problem? Yeah, like, what's well, the, it's, it's this is bas- this is basketball jazz. It's all about the shots you don't shoot. You miss hundred percent of the shots you don't take, and that's exactly, exactly the point of this exercise. It's an artistic is. statement. Okay, mm. well, that's um, I don't obviously you're in charge here, um, but right. um, it's whatever you say, boss. It doesn't been, really sound like our idea. Yeah, it at doesn't all, really but, sound like a video game with interactive. I mean, you elements, asked my so. opinion. Okay. Mm-hmm. I thought it would be like a, maybe a little bit more. It's a useful. thinker, though, you know. I am having to think a lot about it. Yeah, I'm. I'm worried Still... about the tags this one's going to get on Steam, <laughs> which I know Balls. I shouldn't let influence, but like I should, it shouldn't let it influence the design that we take here. But yeah, this is not a walking. This is a sitting simulator. This is sub walking simulator levels of interaction. Can we? If, we if the how... ball's not, if the ball's not going to move, can we at least freeze it in place in the hoop so you, like you at least get the excitement of seeing like that. Just a basketball tableau, kind of? Yeah. See, I'm not convinced that hoops even really need to enter into this equation. What the fuck? Okay. What do, you, what do you mean? I mean, I had envisioned people just sitting around holding balls in their hands. Is this like this a dream so you had? Or like, why are you yeah. so hooked? All of, look, all the things that you have said have led me here. Okay? I don't know how. That I just came up with on my own. It feels like me and Griffin are a Ouija board, and there's a thousand Terra hands on the thing, just moving it in random directions. Is that not the point of this whole podcast? No, it's I, a, it's about refinement and like uh-huh. making it. We wanted we brought this perfect dank nug to you, hoping that you could help us sell this nug. And instead, you were like, "What if we put the nug in the garbage?" Just kind of like sat around and looked at each other. Look, this nug is still dank. Okay, do not blame me for it. Yeah, this. but it's a, it's on the other side of the room, and we're not even addressing the nug anymore. Look, yeah, we're, asked- we're sitting perfectly. Still. You guys asked me what I don't like about basketball, and what I don't like is that there's that too was... much movement, and I don't understand the rules. <laughs> this fixes both of those problems. It's okay. easy I do to appreciate that you're... and there's no movement. You're really standing by your by your uh, feelings on if this. If I don't I really have my respect. convictions, then what do I have? That's yeah. a good point. Is there any interactive layer to Tara Long's basketball ignoring simulator. Um, I feel like there could be some kind of element where you can um, look around the screen cool. from any point in space. 
maybe sounds like you a have blast. An iced, maybe you have an iced tea that you can drink. And there's no like gameplay implications whatsoever. It's just like fucking give them something to do in there. I, Tara, I like a big, the iced tea uh, idea. That's nice. Okay. A good. big part of our initial design doc, from my perspective, was I've been playing a lot of of Clash Royale lately, and and all I can think about is how we can get some of that good microtransaction money into into a Cool Games Inc. project. So, do you have any way that we could like make any money off of this uh, this scarcely interactive game idea? So, I think. Um Different kinds of iced beverages is definitely one way that you could do that. You could have iced tea. You could have lemonade. You could have pink lemonade. Now, now, okay. can you drink these beverages, or is that too much no, movement no, no, for no. you, Tara? Okay. Um, you just well, have- although, if somebody drank their beverage, then they might want to pay for another one. Mm-hmm. So that so maybe, could be a well, good money-grabbing I don't want to startle you. It's like trying to sneak up on a deer here with this game design. <laughs> I don't want to have too much movement because I don't want to freak you out, Tara. But what if uh, – how about a compromise where the drink is just kind of constantly draining through no fault of the players? Is that really canon, though? Like, does that make sense? Is it canon? I don't know, Tara. Can I, I don't know if it's canon. Can, can, I, I, can I float another idea here? Yes. Please, please, God, Tara, meet us. We're not even... Don't you, you are past the point where you could even conceivably meet us halfway. We're asking you to meet us on, like, the threshold of the doorframe of the, 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 the Cool Games, Inc. idea house. Just meet us there. Uh, is there any way that everybody who's just sitting around on lawn chairs... Uh, watching their drinks go away, can they at least be wearing basketball jerseys and then we can sell them different jerseys? Yes, I think that's a great idea. Oh my god, that is such a relief. Um, There could be like a a breeze in the background. And if you want to turn the breeze down, you can pay money. That's a microtransaction. Okay, that's good. Yeah, You know, I don't hate... Like Griffin, she's kind of our boss, so I think we have to... Like, let's turn lemons into a, a constantly draining glass of lemonade here and, okay. and spin this into something we can make money off of. I think we're in an interesting time in the industry where there's, like, the Oculus storefront has, like, three games in it and none of them are good. I, I think that we're at prime time for making games where all you do is look around because we're in we're in VR tech demo season, right? So this okay. game... And, and like, Eve Valkyrie has microtransactions. I don't see why our game can't. This is a Oculus launch window money-making scheme from Tara Long, I w- Tara Long's basketball ignoring simulator. I would agree with that. This is perfect for the Oculus Rift. And I mean, mm-hmm. hey, there's games now where you literally watch paint dry. By comparison, this is an incredibly rich, detailed game. You're okay. right. Compared to the least interactive game ever made, this is interactive. Precisely. If that's our standard. Okay. Compared to the Dilbert's desktop games. Oh my god. I just had the most fucking brutal wave of nostalgia. Holy shit, yeah, Dilbert's yeah, desktop games. Yeah, dog. Um, I have a fever now. <laughs> uh, okay, this is gone. Can there at least be, like, Pokemon Red, Pokemon Blue functionality where we have, like, Terra, the, the Terra cut of the game where you just fucking sit around and watch your drinks spill? And mm-hmm. then the Pokemon Blue version, where you fucking climb giant mossy basketball kaiju, and you dunk on them until black blood comes out of them. Absolutely not. Fuck. Okay. Shit. <laughs> All right. Uh, wait, uh, well, let me, wait, wait, wait. Okay. L- let me compromise here a little bit. You've Those, already been so. You've already been so gracious, giving I'm, us basketball jerseys and drinks you can you look at. Let me toss you a bone at. here. Okay. Uh-huh, what do you got? Those well, monsters. don't toss it. Don't toss it to us. That's a lot of movement. Just like put it on the table, and we'll grab it later. Those monsters could be in the background, like way off in the distance. <laughs> and you cool. Can, so you can see them like doing things, but you can never interact with them. 
Tara, I'm surprised because like the thing about Shadow of the Colossus is that the monsters are moving very slowly. Is, is that still enough to kind of freak you out? Is that too much movement for you? I think relative to their size, they're moving slowly, but perhaps not in the grander scheme. Yeah, okay. there was also that like boar one, and he moved fast as fuck, and you had to like set him on fire or something. Mm-hmm. Well, tricky, All right. tricky one. Well, I want to I want to thank Andy at the beach for his submission. I'm sorry we have been forbidden I'm from sorry. using it by uh, our executive I li- producer. I like that we're at a place with this show. What like nine episodes in, where we can take genuinely amazing ideas and then just mm-hmm. put them right down the fucking trash compactor, right? And, I mean, and and ignore them. I don't know how you guys aren't saying that this is a fantastic idea. Just watch, okay? Launch day. Well, I no, watch, watch, watch is all, watching is all we'll be able to do. Exactly. <laughs> right. Just watch. It should be the name of the game because that's all you can do. Tara, I'm worried. Is this not to? I know this isn't really. Maybe we need to talk about this off air. But is your strategy for Polygon's video content going to be similar to your game design strategy? Is there going to be no movement in our videos? Because I feel like that's going to be an issue. Uh, that we should probably be informed of sooner rather than later. Well, you guys, your faces don't actually appear in hardly any of the videos at all. So currently, there's absolutely no movement from okay. you guys. But I think Nick was saying like um, less less about like our images being represented in, in videos and more like, do you want to actually turn the Polygon video team into more of a Polygon picture team? Mm-hmm. The PPT. The PPT. Huh. That could work, actually. See, Griffin... Remember earlier when I asked her what she didn't like about basketball and it fucking ruined our whole idea? I think yeah. you may have just done that for our jobs okay. by suggesting the Polygon picture team. Uh, Tara, thank you so much for your time. Of course. Thank um, you for having me. And for your idea. I was going to say ideas, but idea. Well, your idea. I- let's call it what it was, which was idea poison. And it kind of mm-hmm. it's, and that's not, that has negative connotations, but you certainly transformed the thing. Into a dead version of it. I mean, I, can't, a- I can't be the first person who's ever shat all over your idea. No, but you are the second. I think this went very well. I'm, uh... I thought this was great. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I'm Congratulations very... to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, very enthusiastic about the direction we took in this episode. Thank you to mm-hmm. Tara for joining us. Thank you for listening and subscribing on iTunes and SoundCloud. Is that where they live? Uh-huh. Thanks for liking us, liking us there. I don't know what we get out of that. I don't know what we get out of any of this. Um, and please stay tuned for the completely stationary version of this podcast, which is go- just going to be a single sustained note for an hour. <laughs> um, it's going to be great. I think we might go with F sharp. Um, That's a good note. But until next time, I'm Griffin McElroy. Oh, I'm Nick Robinson. I'm Tara Long. No problem, fun. I thought of a name for our game. Okay, what is it? Hoop Dreams, because it's just <laughs> dreams. You're not doing anything. Might be that might be taken. Are you worried about that? No. Uh, Hoop Dreams is the name of a major motion picture from 1994. No, it's not.